Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings. We will have new winners this week. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Those of you that check us out on YouTube or just the social media clips, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or going ahead and checking out at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod on social media can see the helmets and the game balls that I've got behind me. Evidence that I actually did play a long time ago now at this point. I mentioned we're presented by DraftKings. I also mentioned it's a new week. I love new weeks because that means we have new winners. I love winners. I love those of you that say, you know what? I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do something extra to show Bry and Ross how much I appreciate what they do. You could be the spread the word winner via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. Easiest contest I'm aware of. You could be the sponsor confirmation email winner. Although this week, still have two more Maddens to give away. I'll just tell you right now. I'm going to give it to someone who orders a story for the holidays for somebody from myfrontpagestory.com. The best gift ever. Being able to tell somebody, hey, I wanted something special for you this year. So I had a story written about you. That's amazing. As you hand them what looks like it's the cover of the newspaper framed. And when they actually read the quotes from you, whether it's your mom or your dad or your wife or your whatever, they will cry. I'm telling you, they will cry. It is just something powerful about seeing it in print. And now would be the time to get one because you also get a free Madden, potentially. Myfrontpagestory.com. I mentioned the YouTube shout out. Love doing those cameo-style shout-outs for those of you that subscribe and comment at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Patron shout-out today, Ryan Francis. Still getting more and more patrons. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Great way to see my press box food grades or the even money bets, Friday picks, power rankings, everything. It's big show time. The Big Show. 
Week 10 in the NFL, your overall themes. And Ross, I got to say, one of those themes going to be the fact that there were so many kind of blowouts. That was one. Yes, that was one for sure. When you look at especially the one o'clock slate, the Bills destroyed the Jets. The Mike White dream is over. The me betting on the Jets on the Even Money podcast ever again is over. The Cowboys destroying the Falcons. So much for my theory that the Falcons at least hang tough every week till they lose by 40 to the Cowboys. And then even the Browns, who I thought had a decent chance to win that game after the Bengals' performance got blown out by the Patriots. And what I thought was sort of a statement game. First of all, the Bills and Cowboys made statements that last week was an anomaly. Last week was just a one-week blip on the radar, and they are legit squads. The Patriots made a statement, I think a resounding one, that they're here, and they're a problem, and they're going to be in the mix. Mac Jones played very well. We'll get to that a little bit more a little bit later. But yes, it was blowout season again, Brian. Even the nightcap, even later on, The Eagles kind of blew out the Broncos. The Panthers blew out the Arizona Cardinals. And the Chiefs last night surprised me by kind of taking the the Vegas Raiders to town in Vegas. The other things that jumped out to me, certainly early in the 1 o'clock slate, it felt like almost everybody was scoring touchdowns on their opening drives of the 1 p.m. games. I even tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL, the Oprah, you get a touchdown and you get a touchdown and you get a touchdown. And then how about the block punt touchdowns? The Cowboys got one. The Colts got one that they needed to, they needed that to win the game. The Colts needed that, ended up needing that blocked punt touchdown to win the game. A couple other things that jumped out to me. The Bucks. What an awful, awful loss for the Bucs. I mean, this is going to hurt them. They're going to have to, you know, the last thing Brady wants to do is have to play these road playoff games. I know it was successful last year, but he'd rather be at home in the nicer weather in Tampa. He's made that pretty clear. But the Bucs lose to the football team by double digits at that. The Titans, they're not even putting up any yards but they're just putting up wins. They're just finding ways to win games, which is all that matters. And then we had a tie, Bri. I was hoping we could avoid it this year. It annoys the you-know-what out of me to have a tie. Now we have to remember. Now, it's easy to remember the Lions record. No wins, all losses except for one tie. But the Steelers, I don't even know what the record is. What are they, 5-3-1? and one? I, I really dislike ties. Although, truthfully, neither team really deserved to win that game. You know who does deserve something? You guys. You deserve an awesome wedding band from Manly Band. We know engagement season is in full swing. Jewelry stores are packed with soon-to-be grooms nervously throwing around words like cut, color, clarity and carrot what about you guys what about your wedding band that you have to wear 
for the rest of your life. Or like me, getting a second one because your first one is too beat up. That's where Manly Bands comes in. To get started, go to manlybands.com slash Ross. You'll get the ring sizer. Then you can pick whatever you want. Meteorite, Damascus steel, wood, antler. Really good, by the way, talking points. Right? Really good uh, conversation piece when you're at an event. Like, oh, that's an interesting wedding band there, Ross. Yeah, thank you. I got it at manlybands.com slash Ross. So whether it's your first band or an upgrade, go to manlybands.com slash Ross. Use promo code Ross to get 25% off now through Cyber Monday. That's 25% off at manlybands.com slash Ross or use promo code Ross. That's actually a pretty cool thing to tell your significant other that you want for Christmas, for the holidays. Like, you want a second band. I like that. Ducks takes. Let's dive a little deeper into each of these games, and we will start off with the Bills and Jets, where Mike White was picked off four times. Bills route the Jets 45-17. So, in fairness to Mike White, he was getting lit up, man. I mean, which, by the way, that's part of his job, too is to not take some of the shots that he was taking. He had a couple times, he got hit so hard. He was getting absolutely lit up, played awful. Uh, the, the four interceptions, you know, on the one hand, it's bad for the Jets. They lost the game and they wanted to win it. And I think they were hopeful that maybe Mike White would play well again. On the other hand, it avoids a controversy with Zach Wilson. You know, it, it avoids having to worry about Zach Wilson and, oh, man, when do we put him back in? Now you put him back in when he's healthy. Because Mike White, and it's probably unfair, but when you're in Mike White's shoes, you don't get the chance to play poorly. You know, he got hurt against the Colts. Now he plays poorly. You, If you're like Mike White, you got to keep it rolling, man. You got to keep it going. Meanwhile, for the Bills, just kind of feels like they got back on track. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs had a huge day. Allen had an MVP caliber performance. Gabriel Davis had a nice day. Just felt like the Bills were back after that disappointing loss earlier to the Titans last week. Or, I'm sorry, to the Jaguars last week. Ducks takes. Washington football team upset Tom Brady in the Bucks, 29-19. Brady, two interceptions in the first quarter, and it looks like their statement game will be next weekend against the Giants, right? The Bucks? Yeah. I would imagine that they beat the Giants pretty poor, badly, although the Bucks have now lost two games in a row with the bye in between. It's been a month since Tom Brady has won a football game. That doesn't happen very often. I mean, no wonder he was so upset after the game yesterday. It started before the game. Richard Sherman literally hurt his calf, re-injured it in warm-ups. That's not good. Brady had a horrible start. The Washington football team drove the length of the field late in the game for the game-winning touchdown on fourth down to Antonio Gibson which was the right call 
by Ron Rivera, even though they had been good on third down, they had gotten points on their first four possessions. I mean, they got points on their first four possessions. Taylor Heineke played well, and they took care of business. The one major negative is that Chase Young, uh, the second-year defensive end who, you know, has uh, was the number two overall pick in the draft. He evidently suffered a pretty bad non-contact injury, which you, you hate to see, obviously. Ducks takes. Cowboys dominated the Falcons 43-3. Dallas had a 36-point halftime lead. That was their largest halftime lead since 1971. I was surprised. I mentioned earlier, Cowboys just major bounce back after that disappointment to the Denver Broncos. They had the block punt touchdown we talked about. Dak was back, played very well, had all kinds of time to throw the ball. Although I will say, it's whatever it was, 36-3, 36-3. The third qu- it's at the end of the third quarter, and Dak runs over a DB at the goal line. And as he's doing, another D lineman comes in, gives him a shot. Just doesn't seem very smart. Just doesn't seem very bright of Dak to do that. Not good. Not good at all by Dak. But it is what it is, I suppose. Um, but you know, he's got an injury history. I, I just don't know. Just not smart. Compare and contrast that to what Teddy Bridgewater did on the interception return against the Eagles. Dorrance Armstrong showed up on defense for the Cowboys and blocked that punt. Micah Parsons continues to impress. He had a sack where the right tackle did not lay a hand on him because he's so sudden and clearly not Matt Ryan's best game as he was really under duress throughout. He took some vicious shots. His worst game of the season by far. Titans improved their winning streak to six games. Tennessee over New Orleans 23-21. You were there, right, Bri? Yes, I was. Um, and you're kind of a Saints fan. Did, was, were you disappointed, or is it just you're working? And it's it's, not that it, big it's just it's working. Got it. Um, what was the food like there? So food there have? was was typical breakfast stuff: uh, ham, uh, sliced ham, some bacon, some fresh fruit, and then it was. I don't know how to explain this. It was either like a a, a French toast kind of casserole but uh or was it like a banana bread pudding we we were like what is this Uh, it was good um nothing special but uh yeah titans always put out a nice bread so yeah they always usually do the central time zone teams a lot of times do breakfast because the game starts at noon so a lot of times they'll do breakfast speaking of breakfast bry I only have one more this season at Army next Saturday. Okay. It is it is so good. I mean, I had two filet sandwiches. I had five brats, which really I need to be smarter than that. Like five brats is a lot. But it's so good. Oh man. I absolutely love it. And uh, it's A plus the Lichtenberg tailgate with my guy David at uh, at Army West Point. As for 
this game. You know, the unfortunate thing was there was a terrible roughing penalty, roughing the passer penalty that went against the Saints. We're just seeing it too often. It's really disappointing. You know, the officials have been told to protect the quarterbacks. And they've been told, when in doubt, throw the flag. But, man, it is really affecting games because the Saints got interception on the play. You know, the Titans struggled offensively again without Derrick Henry. I think they had like 285 yards of offense. Marcus Johnson, the receiver, was the only guy that really did anything of consequence. But they still win. They still find a way to win. Jeffrey Simmons dominating up front. That's why you take a guy like that, even though he had the issues he had off the field and health issues because he is a dominant, dominant player when he's healthy, and he's shown that. Trevor Simeon, I'll be curious to see what Greg Cosell says this week. I thought he played okay. I thought he played pretty well in the fourth quarter again uh, against a pretty good defense that the Saints, uh, that the Titans have. But ultimately, for the second week in a row, not enough. Ducks takes. Another touchdown for Jonathan Taylor, plus a blocked punt helped the Colts to a 23-17 victory over the Jags. Right, that block punt we talked about, Bry, was obviously gigantic. I mean, gigantic for the uh, for the Colts. They needed that. Carson Wentz, man, he is wild with the ball. Did not play very well, but he has not. Like, there's no part of him that has learned from his mistakes. He once again had a wild left-handed toss as he's getting pulled down. It's just not smart. It's just not worth it. The upside does not outweigh the downside. But Jonathan Taylor had a big day as usual. Credit to the Jags, who almost came back from down 17-0. Quitty pay. And the Colts D-line got after Trevor Lawrence, who really got beat up pretty good. Well, this is something we don't get to say very often. Second straight week in a row, the Lions did not lose. Obviously, it was a 16-16 tie in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, um, the, the, the crazy part about the game probably came down late Saturday night when we found out that Big Ben Roethlisberger was placed on the COVID list, tested positive, and I'll give you this. Mason Rudolph gave everything he had. I mean, he was trying to run for first downs. He was trying to run guys over. Mason Rudolph realized he had an opportunity and was trying to make the most of it. He just didn't play well enough. And really, the Steelers around him didn't play well enough. I mean, even just in overtime, both Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth fumbled in overtime to prevent the Steelers from even getting a field goal attempt. Najee Harris, you know, had a solid game. They just, they would bog down in the red zone. They'd have to settle for field goals. And then they just didn't get the ball that much because it felt like the Lions ran the ball down their throat. You know, with 12 minutes left in the third quarter, the Lions had 200 yards rushing already. And it was DeAndre Swift, but it was also... Jamar Jefferson had a long touchdown run, and this Igbenike guy, I don't even know who he is. 
27 years old, used to be a safety, used to play in the XFL, like kind of came out of nowhere. Devin Bush did not have a good game for the Steelers. I don't think he's very good. TJ Watt got hurt, and I saw where Dr. Chow thinks he'll miss at least another week. Big Ben might miss another week. And I'll say this, Jared Goff, I tweeted this, Bry. He's he's tough to watch. Jared Goff is tough to watch. He's painful. He takes sacks that he has no business taking. He like short hopped some throws, had a wide open receiver deep that he missed, that he was well short on. He that was a tough watch to watch Jared Goff yesterday. Ducks takes. Looks like the Patriots may have found uh, their running back. Ramon J. Stevenson, 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Patriots, 45, Browns, 7. Well, they definitely have found their quarterback because Mac Jones is the truth. And in fact, he is the in the zone player of the week presented by AutoZone. He deserves it. I mean, 19 of 23? Was Mac Jones for 198 yards, three touchdowns, 82.6% completion percentage. Mac Jones played extremely well. And this is a Patriots team that didn't have Damian Harris. Now, you did say, Brian, you were right, that Ramondre Stevenson had a big day. Two rookies. You know, and think about this. A lot of other teams could have gotten Ramondre Stevenson, didn't go to the fourth round, and a lot of quarterback needy teams. And we'll see what happens with Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and certainly Trey Lance. But Mac Jones looks like a solid NFL starting quarterback already. And so those teams have to wonder if they made a mistake. Even other teams, Broncos, Panthers, that could have drafted him. They could have had Mac Jones. They could have had Bry. The AutoZone in the zone player of the week. And they passed. Baker Mayfield got hurt later in the game with a knee contusion. He threw a really poor interception. Um, I thought the Browns got out coached after the game. Miles Garrett, even if I didn't think they got out coached, I don't know if I'm Miles Garrett. I, I start talk complaining about the lack of adjustments. I, I don't think that's very bright. Jacoby Myers, by the way, should be noted, finally got his first NFL touchdown, got mobbed by the team. That was pretty cool to see. Ducks takes. Two touchdown receptions for Tyler Conklin, the Vikings, over the Chargers, 27-20. Yeah, the Vikings held on to a lead on the road. Two Tyler Conklin touchdowns, including the, the last one, fourth down, Kirk Cousins' arm getting hit as he throws it, that was big. And then the Vikings essentially just pounded Dalvin Cook on the next drive to put the game away. Very impressive road performance by the Vikings. Justin Jefferson had a big game. Herbert and the Chargers are just a little off. Just a little off on offense and they're not very good on defense. They're just not very good against the run. Ducks takes. The Cam Newton Carolina Panthers part two era 
uh, debuted yesterday. Two touchdowns for Cam Carolina over Arizona, 34-10. to 10. So no Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins again for the Arizona Cardinals. By the way, how much do you want to bet Kyler Murray plays next week? And probably DeAndre Hopkins as well. But certainly I think Kyler Murray does. Colt McCoy did not play well. Then he got hurt, which is the double whammy. But you're right. Cam did have a rushing touchdown after the Hassan Reddick strip and was screaming, I'm back. And his screaming voice is really bizarre. Sounds nothing like his regular voice. So uh, Hassan Reddick had a big day, sort of a Hassan Reddick revenge game, if you will. Christian McCaffrey had a big day, 161 total yards. So it seemed like the Carolina Panthers got back on track a little bit, and they are right now in the playoffs if the season ended today. Ducks takes. Eagles won their fourth road game of the season, 30-13 to in Denver. That's pretty remarkable stat that the Eagles won their fourth road game already. Jalen Hurts played awesome in the first half. Absolutely awesome. Now he had a bad interception to Justin Simmons in the second half. Almost had another one to Patrick Sertain. But Jalen Hurts' first half against the Broncos and second half against the Chargers, his best back-to-back halves of his career. Devontae Smith for the Eagles is a stud. Two more touchdowns for him. The Eagles' run defense, still not great, but Javante Williams is one of the best running backs in the NFL, I think, already for the Broncos. I did think the defensive line, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, you know, got some push, made some plays. The blocked field goal uh, for the Eagles was significant. Kayvon Wallace making a play. And the Eagles run game. Eagles ran for over 200 yards again. Jordan Howard and Boston Scott pounding the rock, providing a boost. And the play of the game was Davion Taylor and Darius Slay combining for an awesome forced fumble of Melvin Gordon. And then Darius Slay picks it up and takes it all the way back for a touchdown, 80-some yards. And Teddy Bridgewater? I get it. I'm not mad at him. He made no attempt to make the tackle, even though he was very close. I'm not mad at him for doing that. I understand his injury history. I understand he made, you know, a quote-unquote business decision. I guess I just feel like that would be hard. I made a tackle against the Niners, Bry, in a preseason game in Osaka, Japan, where I ran all the way across the field. And Spurrier gave me major props in the next meeting. Made a tackle against the Steelers, I can remember, when Drew Bledsoe threw an interception over the middle of the field. I also got blindsided. The worst hit I ever took in my life. The only known concussion when I tried to make a tackle. So I can see both sides. I just, when you're as close as Bridgewater was, like the instincts, like I'm just surprised his instincts didn't take over to make the tackle. His instincts, self-preservation took over, but maybe he's a quarterback. Maybe he's never even made a tackle. Who knows? Ducks takes. 
Russell Wilson suffered his first NFL shutout. Packers blanked the Seahawks 17-zip. So the snowy weather was a factor for sure because the Packers only scored 17 points. And really, it was just two beastly short yardage runs by A.J. Dillon. Both quarterbacks threw horrific end zone interceptions. D.K. Metcalf got ejected late in the game. Not real smart. I mean, he's going to go ahead. He's going to end up getting a. Uh, he's going to end up getting, um, you know, fined for that. And the one thing to note for sure from this game, Aaron Jones spraining his MCL. He is such a big part of what the Packers do that that would not be good. You know what else would not be good, Bry? Having your battery run out. If you're looking to take care of your car battery's needs, there's no better place to go than AutoZone because they are America's number one battery destination. Why? Well, they've got proven tough Duralast batteries. Their replacement batteries start at just $70.99, so you can upgrade your battery without breaking your wallet. They even have free battery testing and charging. Let me tell you, I don't I don't remember when it was, Bri, but recently, like within the last year, my car was totally dead at the Philadelphia airport. Such a bad feeling. AutoZone also has free battery charging. So if you simply need a charge, they can hook you up there. It is America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Ducks takes. Patrick Mahomes was in the zone last night. Five touchdowns. Chiefs all over the Raiders, 41 to 14 on Sunday night football. Right. It kind of felt like Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and certainly Travis Kelsey kind of felt like those guys are back. I mean, that was the best the Chiefs have looked on offense in a month. And now here they are, first place in the AFC West. Raiders couldn't run the ball at all on the Chiefs, which is surprising because everybody can run the ball on the Chiefs. Raiders couldn't get a stop. Derek Carr was just kind of okay. Alec Ingold, the fullback, was actually a pretty big part of both the run game and passing game for the Raiders. Tore an ACL. That's not good. And that's back-to-back pretty bad games now for the Chiefs. Not looking good for them moving forward. It always looks good for those of you that are, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT Media. Really easy to do. Just go in there, patreon.com slash RT Media, and say, you know what? I want Ross to say the name of my business at the end of every show. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, recording College Draft with Emery Hunt, who has been awesome. If you like college football or betting or anything or the NFL draft, please give the college draft the chance. Emory is awesome. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. 
A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 